Hello, hello, hello. Sorry, I don't know why I need to stretch literally right in this moment, but welcome to the Midnight Chats podcast with your host, me, Melina. Um, if you're new here, hi, welcome. I hope you find this to be a safe space and I love you for being here. And if you're a frequent listener, I love you also. Thank you for supporting me and listening to me ramble for anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes at a time. Um, Okay, that was weird. Anyways, here I am rambling. But let's go ahead and start with the one thing that I am grateful for. And the one thing that I am grateful for, it's going to sound like a first world thing, but genuinely I am grateful to be able to do my own nails. That cosmetology license comes in clutch all the time because I don't have to go and spend forty to fifty dollars to get my nails done. I literally just do them here at home, and I save some twenties. So that's one thing I'm grateful for is just like the knowledge to be able to do that by myself. And then let's jump into our one thing I could have done better today. And for that, let's see here. One thing I could have done better today. I honestly. I need to be better at, again, this is not, like, a super deep thing, but, like, putting food away after dinner. Like, I am literally the worst at, like, because obviously, like, they say, like, you're not supposed to put, like, the hot food, like, in the fridge when it's still warm. So, you got to let it cool off before you can put it in the Tupperware and then in the fridge. And we always eat dinner super late. Like, we're always eating dinner at, like, 7, 8 o'clock at night. And so by the time the food like finally cools off, you know, my son's already asleep in bed, you know, I also just want to go to sleep because I'm going to have to be up with him, you know, in the next four hours or whatever it is that he when he wakes up. And so, yeah, I'm really bad at like putting the food away. So I need to get better at that because I woke up this morning and the pork from last night was still sitting like in the pot that I had like cooked it in. And I was like, well, so yeah, I had to put that away this morning. And that's like not a good way to wake up, right? Like you wake up and I go to make my breakfast and then I see that and I'm like, ugh, like I have to go put that away. But anyways, <laughs> um, disclaimer, as always, I am not a therapist. I'm literally just someone who needs a space to chat about life. And for a hard topic, this is like a very interesting topic to talk about, but I never wanted a sister. Mind you, I don't have a sister, but I've never wanted one. And I feel like a real big reason for like me literally never wanting a sister is just I grew up with five girl cousins. One of two of them are younger than me and the other three are older than me. And I and they all have sisters like they're all like, the oldest two are related, then the third one and the two younger ones are related. So, I am the only cousin on my mom's side of the family that has a brother and no sister. And growing up, watching them interact with each other and, like, fight over things, like, fight over things, fight over boys, fight over, you know, dolls and makeup and you know fight over all of these things and the amount of hormones and like when the time of the month would come around and all that stuff like 
I just always sat there and I was like, oh my God, I'm so thankful that like I don't have to deal with any of that. Like that's not, it's not my problem, you know? And I don't know. It just, it, I don't know. Like I said, I always just sat there and I literally was just like, I'm so glad I have a brother. Like, I'm so glad that I don't have to deal with any of that bullshit. I'm so glad that I'm just literally straight chilling. But, and another nice thing too was just like, I don't know why, but I, it was so much easier for me to make friends in school. And when I would make friends, literally nine times out of 10, they were boys. And it was just because I hated like the drama and the shit talking and the just two-faced snake atmosphere of like girls like I just like especially in middle school like you get out of in elementary school everybody's your friend right like everybody's so nice everybody's for some reason once you get into middle school the people that were nice like for some reason like flip a switch when they hit sixth grade and they're just some fucking bitches like I can't and so I just always went more with the guys Because I always knew what I was getting with the guys. Like, there was never any, like, two-faced snake shit with the guys. Like, they are always up front with you. They always, if they got a problem, they're going to tell you, like, and I don't know. And I don't know if, like, in guys, like, they got, like, snake shit going on. Like, I genuinely don't know. But in my experiences with the guy friends that I've had, like, they are literally, like, some of the realest fucking people that I know and the realest friends that I've ever had. and. And I also just, like, could relate to them almost on, like, a level of, like, they go to do something stupid and I laugh because literally in my head, they act like my brother. And I just, like, almost, like, found comfort in that, that, like, all of these guys had, like, bits and pieces of, like, my brother. And so it's just, like, more of my brother, which is so funny because I always say he's such a pain in my fucking ass. But truthfully, like, I love that guy. And then, and then, but yeah, it was so much easier to make friends at school. And I don't know, another thing that like solidified like my gratefulness for like not having a sister was like, I had a cousin that lived with us. She came from a different country. She lived with us for like a few months. Like I think I was in sixth or seventh grade and I, I enjoyed having her there because I enjoyed, like, obviously having a girl to, like, do things with. And I hated, hated, hated sharing my stuff. Like, I am a very selfish person when it comes to my things. Like, if I'm willing to share my shit with you, like, you better count yourself as a very, very special person because there are even some days I still struggle to share with, like, even my brother or my boyfriend. Like, I just, There's something about sharing my stuff that I literally am. It just irks me because so obviously when my cousin lived with us, we shared a room together and, you know, she had all of her stuff, you know, in a few of my dressers and we shared a closet and, you know, that sort of thing, whatever. And I remember one day I came home from school and this bitch had taken like some of like my makeup which, mind you, I was in 6th and 7th grade, so it was, like, still plain makeup. It wasn't, like, expensive, like, Sephora makeup. 
But still, like, it was, like, my makeup, and she had used it and played with it and then left it out, right, like a fucking mess in my room. And when I came home from school and I saw that, I was upset. And I went to go tell my dad, and I showed my dad, and my dad was like, well, you need to clean up your room. Like, it looks all freaking mess in here. Like, you need to clean this up and da-da-da-da-da. And I was like, but I didn't do it. Like, and he was like, well, you need to clean it up. It's your room. And I was like, and I remember just being like, dude, this fucking sucks ass. Like, I hate her. Like, this sucks. Mind you, me and this cousin are literally fine, obviously, now that we're adults. But, like, in that moment, I literally, and I went and told my mom. I was like, mom, like, she used my shit, like, and she left it a mess. And Bubba just yelled at me to clean it up. And I don't want to clean it up because I didn't make the mess. And my mom, you know, then... She told me, she was like, I'll help you clean it up. She's like, and, you know, I'll pay better attention when she's in your room. You know, when she makes a mess, I will I will tell her to clean it up. And I was like, okay, cool, because I don't want this to keep happening because I'm not trying to keep coming home from school having to clean up my shit all the time that I didn't use. And so, yeah, that just kind of was an experience at sixth and seventh grade that really, really solidified the fact that I was like, I am really so fucking thankful that. I don't have a sister, like, at all. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, just so thankful that I don't have a sister. Another big thing is, like, watching, like, my cousins, like, interact with their sisters and stuff like that. Like, I know sometimes people say, like, oh, my sister gives me, like, the most brutally honest, like, opinion ever. And I'm not gonna lie, genuinely, I think that's horseshit. Because, like, as women, like, we are always, like, emotionally driven. And so, like, even if we are honest with you, like, we're still going to deliver it in a way that, like, we believe is not going to hurt your feelings. Where, like, my brother is so fucking cutthroat. Like, that I literally one time told him that I wanted to get bangs. And he goes, oh, so you want to look like Dora? And I literally was like, all right, I'm not getting bangs then. And, like... My brother really, really likes to make fun of my hairline. So he, because I have like kind of like a little bit of a widow's peak in the front. And I remember we were sitting at the dinner table one time and he literally sat there and was like, Melina, like, why does your hairline look like the McDonald's sign? And my dad was sitting next to me drinking his lemonade. He literally spit it out on the table. He couldn't contain his laughter. And I remember sitting there and obviously I think at the time I was probably like 13 or something like that. And so like obviously at the time I little I started crying at the dinner table because I was like, that's so fucking mean. Like, what, what's wrong with you? And now I look back and I'm like, yeah, bahaha. and especially now, like I look at my hairline and I'm like, OK, whatever. I look like I have a McDonald's sign on my fucking forehead. But moving on, like it's just, <laughs> it just the brutally honest advice and criticism that you get from a brother is it's unmatched honestly like they don't give a shit about how they make you feel like they genuinely do not care like they will start with I don't want to hurt your feelings and then they will literally just crush them the other thing about having a brother too is things are always a little bit more violent like I know some sisters are like oh we like threw hands or whatnot But, like, you're throwing hands with another girl, right? Like, I wouldn't mind, like, throwing hands with another girl. Like, that's one thing. But, like, to be sitting here throwing hands with, like, a man, like, I don't, I just, mm, no thank you. 
like and obviously like for boys like that's like how they resolve things right like they fight things out it's not usually like a conversation like when when men resolve things it's very rare that it's a conversation um especially when they're younger so obviously when me and my brother were younger we fought a lot and it probably didn't help that we were also both in karate and like both had our black belts in karate so like we both really thought we were like the shit and we're constantly like trying to one up each other and like beat the shit out of each other but that kind of jumps into like my next point of like there's always like competition and i know girls can be competitive right and but i feel like it's unhealthy to be competitive between girls because you compare right like the competitive between me and my brother versus like me and like another female like my bet like if i were like competing with my best friend that i feel like is more dangerous to me and my mental health and my well-being than it is to be competitive with my brother because like with my brother especially now obviously that we're older like i know there are things that he can do that i cannot fucking do and there is no way on this planet earth that i would challenge him in whatever realm that is we're like with my best friend right like we're similar in age we have the same career paths and it's just very easy to like go from competitive to comparing when it's between women and I feel like that's where it becomes really really bad especially for sisters like if you are in a competitive atmosphere like you're like oh I can do this better than you oh I can do this better than you oh I can do this better than you and then it like literally turns into well, damn, like, I really am a piece of shit because, like, my sister, like, she's also a girl. Like, I can't do the things that she can do. Where with my brother, it's very evident that he is male and there is going to be things that he can do better than me and there are going to be things that I can do better than him. And that's just the way it is. So it's more of, like, an understanding that eventually, like, he will be better at things than I am. And... Yeah, it's just, I feel like that relationship and when it comes to competitiveness is a lot better. Um, and then really to top it all off, Lord knows that I couldn't have handled a sister. Like, honestly, like, I sit and I think about it sometimes. And I have a cousin who is right in between me and my brother. And, you know, she grew up, at, when we were growing up, she grew up coming to our house like every summer right and so eventually like we just considered so sorry that is so rude god people need to get their shit figured out with their cars anyways um she's our middle child she we call her our middle child and she is literally the only person that i am willing to like share my stuff with and like really like treat like she's my sister because she is just such a special human being to me like I feel like I definitely like took care of her a lot growing up and like watched her really go from this like insecure no backbone having little girl to now where she's at now where she's 21 and you know she's strong and she's independent and she does shit on her own time and she you know like she and she still you know is a little bit more emotional than I am and she's a little bit more emotionally touchy and 
but I'm very protective of her. Like literally anybody does anything to her and I literally want to chew their head off because it's like, how dare you? How dare you? Like she, she's just so precious to me and I love her dearly. And Kaylin, if you ever listen to this, I love you and I would literally do anything for you. And you're literally the only one that I can handle calling my sister. So yeah. Anyways, with all of that being said, um, I really do hope this episode finds the right people. And if you're struggling in any kind of way, my heart goes out to you. And I'm here to tell you that you are blessed with the family that you have for a reason. Um, no one will ever replace them. And even though there may be times where you might want to throw them out of a window, like I do my brother, no one will ever love you as much or be there for you like your sibling. But I know siblings aren't the same for everyone. And if you don't resonate with that, I just want to say I'm sorry because I truly truly believe that the relationship of a sibling is so sacred and sorry I don't know why my s's sound like that on here but they're so sacred and they're so special and you just go through so much shit with your sibling that like your lives are so intertwined and you have the same childhoods and you have especially if you guys are close in age like me and my brother like we had the same childhood growing up. Like we went through all of the same things together, like the trials and the tribulations of growing up and becoming adults and, you know, that sort of thing Like we did together, you know, and it really, really took me a long time to like figure it out when, um, then when my father passed away, you know, it really, really solidified like that sibling relationship, you know, of like, damn, like we just, we just lost our dad. Like, our father just passed away. And, you know, losing your father is a different kind of pain. Like, and I always felt bad for my mom because she had to go through that kind of, almost kind of by herself, you know? Like, I haven't lost a husband. My brother sure as hell hasn't lost a husband. Like, um, it just, you know, she had to go through that experience by herself. But, like, I was so glad that, like, I didn't have to go through the experience of, like, losing a father by myself. Like, I had my brother to kind of come together and, you know, grieve through that moment. And yeah, sibling relationships are just a whole different level. And I love my brother dearly. I love my sister who's not a sister very dearly. And now to conclude, I want to go ahead and jump into our three food for thought journal prompts. As always, you are more than welcome to write them down with me as we go through them. Otherwise, I will have them posted on the Midnight Chats podcast Instagram. You can go ahead and find them on there. Um, let's just go ahead and get her started. So with the first one, whom do you secretly envy and why? The person that I honestly secretly envy. Who do I secretly envy? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like I secretly envy people who like are on the same path as I am, but they're further in their path. And I always have to remind myself of that, that like, I will get there one day. Like they have, you know, seven, 10, 14, 15 years under their belt in that career. And, you know, I have two going on three. Like I will get there when I get there. And I just have to remember that, you know, God has a plan for me and that it's in his hands and no matter how much I plan and prepare and you know do all of the steps to you know get to where it is that I want to be 
that might not be the place for me. Like, even though I want to be there, like, that might just not be where I'm supposed to be headed. So definitely just like anybody who's like in that 7, 10, 15 year mark, I'm like, oh, I want your life. I want your schedule. I want your, I envy you. But like I said, I have to like slow down and remind myself that like you will get there one day, just not today. Next one is what's the most sensible thing you've ever heard someone say? Honestly, the most sensible thing I've ever heard somebody say, my mother says it all the time, and it's get amnesia and keep moving. So I feel like a big thing with life and forgiveness and when shit hits the fan and pretty much literally any shitty life moment, right? Getting amnesia and moving on has really, really helped me with going through a lot of things, especially like when they're little things. Like I really think my mom emphasized like get amnesia and keep moving like when it was something so small and minimal that like it wasn't going to matter in 10 minutes. But like in the moment, it literally felt like my world was ending and my mom literally would always just look at me and be like, you know, you just need to get amnesia and keep moving. And I just feel like that is a very, very powerful statement, but it has to be used at the right time. And yeah, that's just some sensible thing that I've heard somebody say. And lastly, which activities make you lose track of time? Reading. Honestly, you give me a good book, I'm gone. (laughs) I just, the only way that I can be interrupted is by my son. That is the only human being that can interrupt me. Um my boyfriend tries to talk to me and I just keep reading and I mean my mother obviously if my mother's talking to me I'll stop reading but yeah my mother and my son everybody else tries to talk to me and I'm literally like just flipping through my pages like bro do I look like I want to have a conversation right now I'm literally in the middle of this good ass book anyways yeah reading is one of those activities that all of a sudden, especially at night, like if I get into a good book at night after my son has fallen asleep, next thing I know it's fucking 3, 4 a.m. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I need to go to bed. Like he's literally about to get up, need to be fed. And I'm literally going to be surviving the next day with four hours of sleep. So, but yeah. Alrighty, my lovelies. To end on our good note, as always, please leave in your review rating rating review however the hell you're supposed to say that um your three things that you're looking forward to next week and i hope you guys have a great following week and have a lot of good things to leave down there um and then for your quote i have sisters and brothers are the truest purest forms of love and friendship knowing when to hold you and when to challenge you but always being a part of you and that was carol ann albright eastman um when I found this quote, it really, really resonated with me, especially with the purest forms of love and friendship and knowing when to hold you and when to challenge you. That was, that's definitely like siblings. Like they know when to hold your hand and when you're falling apart, but they also know when to kick you in the ass until you get the fuck up and let's keep moving. So I will leave you guys with that and I will see you all next week for another midnight chat. I love you guys and I will see you later.